Ladies and gentlemen, we have another episode of Real Life Conversations that hopefully helps you develop an accurate way of thinking on Unarmored Talk podcast. Don't forget to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We've done great, and but um, I need more of you guys to put that rating and review. Heard a lot of feedback um, through email and social media, but I uh, need you guys to leave that rating and review, please. And again, you can connect with me on all of my social media platforms paradeck.com that's paradeck.com and check out our morning show right monday mornings with mario nicole unarmored they're pretty cool check them out when you guys get a chance well let's get right into the show ladies and gentlemen welcome back to unarmored talk podcast i'm your host mario p fields and today's guest is the one and only i say that because his last name is the same last name of my son-in-law, right? Future son-in-law, because my daughter gets married here soon. Sam Crump, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Mario. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. No, thank you, man. We're honored to have you here. I know you're pretty busy and doing a lot of things out West. But um, so, hey, can you tell the listeners and viewers just a little bit about yourself, my friend? Oh, my goodness. In 30 seconds or less, right? <laughs> Let's see. I'm 57 years old. I'm coming up on my 30th anniversary with my wonderful wife, Colleen, who's an RN. I'm an attorney, uh, but I'm also an entrepreneur. More about that in a second. I've got four adult kids all doing well and finding their way in the world. We live here in Arizona on the north tip of Phoenix. And uh, that's basically for most of the last 20 years. Before that, I was a California kid. Uh, and born and raised in uh, mo mostly Northern California. So speaking of entrepreneurial things, besides being a lawyer, I just can't do that all the time. I'd go crazy. <laughs> so uh, for fun, I uh, started uh, about four years ago, uh, Sam's Frozen Yogurt Shop. That's a lot of fun. And uh, I'm also a health coach because I lost a lot of weight last year, as my wife did, and we became coaches. We're helping other people do that. And I'm even a part owner in an empanada company that just launched up in November. So I keep busy. Keeps me out of trouble. Yeah, I said, well, hey, here's another thing about Sam, ladies and gentlemen. He's a veteran. <laughs> I am a veteran. I was an uh, Army JAG right out of law school. Nice. Um, I went to uh, Germany. I was a prosecutor in Germany. And my wife and I had our first three children up there. Uh, those military people that have been over in Germany, you went and picked up your car in Bremerhaven. That was in my jurisdiction. I was with the 2nd Armored Division forward, and we handle all legal matters in the Northern Territory. We were really in the British Territory. I don't know right. why. <laughs> yeah, that, you, you, you know, and, and, and thanks, Sam, for volunteering, you know, to protect what I believe is one of our nation's most precious jewel called freedom. And so, hey, my, I salute you. You were an officer, right? So, so if I was in uniform, I would salute you, my friend. That's you know? right. But first name only now. But I was right. Uh, I got in, got in as a first lieutenant, and got out as a captain. My man. Well, let's let's get right into the topic, Sam. Um, you know, we talked about all of the entrepreneur stuff you're doing, and you know, you're a lawyer, your law firm. I mean, a lot of amazing stuff. Have four children, four adult children. But from my understanding. One of them was in college, and then he comes home with this wonderful, like, news. Well, he thought it was wonderful. Dad, yeah. Dad, Mom, here's the deal. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get out of college, and I'm joining the Marines. Ooh, uh, let's, well, let's talk about that. That's right. So this was uh, right around 2011, I guess. 
we were kind of in a lot of a state of flux uh, geographically, career-wise ourselves. And uh, our son was in finishing up, I guess, uh, his second year at uh, Arizona State University. Um, I don't think he was quite sure where he wanted to go with that, um, which might have been some of the reason, you know, the other thing came about. But um, he, uh, this, this is our, our son, Jonathan. He's one of our middle kids, a twin, actually, with his sister. And um, but he's always he's always very been very athletic, uh, very um, self-confident. Uh, if we'd take the family to the park and we couldn't find Jonathan, we would just look up because he'd be up in a tree somewhere. He was one of those kids. Huh. And um, so I wasn't completely surprised when he told us that he didn't really. I don't think he even came to us and wanted to talk about it. I think he just informed us. He just that, told you guys, hey, here's the deal. I also can't remember if he said he had signed up or he was going to sign up. I think he said he was going to sign up because, right. yeah, it must have been that because I had a little bit of advice for him, which he did not take. But, um, you know, as as a dad, uh, let's see. Well, first of all, I think uh, looking back, I think he would even say this, that he had kind of caught Pat Tillman fever. Uh, you know, the battle over in the Middle East was raging. And, uh, uh, you know, Pat Tillman, a patriot who walked away from an NFL career, right. uh, joined the Army and essentially became a, you know, a martyr, I guess, for, for the cause. And, um, you know, a real hero. Uh, especially here in Arizona, but, you know, everywhere. But it's he was from Arizona, of course. So um, I think he had caught some Pat Tillman fever, and uh, this is what he wanted to do. Right, and so right. I, I remember just having a little bit of a conversation with him, and I said, look, God bless all of our men and women who serve in uniform, those who have served, those who have sacrificed limbs, those who have died, the ultimate sacrifice. But I said, let, let me just say to you, that um, you've already got two years under your belt of college and the next two years will go by very fast. And have you thought about going in as a Marine? Because I apply as a Marine, I'm sorry, as an officer in the Marines. And um, because I think, you know, that you, you've already got the leadership skills right. and I think it might open up, you know, a whole another world of opportunities as, a, as opposed to just enlisting. And it was, there was no uh, denigration of, of enlisted at all, but I think you understand what I was saying to him. And I was coming, you know, I'd been an officer, so I understood that. And so, um, but he, we, we talked about that, but he was pretty set on it. He was yeah, so excited. He, so Sam, oh. he, he set on, he's going, dad, thank, thank you for your wisdom. Thank, mm -hmm. thank you for your advice. Um, but I want to enlist. Yeah. And, and, yep. and what, 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 uh, military occupation, especially specialty was he trying to enlist for? Well, I, I'm sure you can tell me what his MOS was, but, um, he was just proud after he got in. He was just an infantry grunt. So he, yeah, he said, he said that I don't even, I want to go be an O three. You don't want to be a diesel mechanic or something. Yeah. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> you don't, as a parent, of course, you're probably like, okay, I got you. You want to be a Marine, but, but can we pick, can we pick right. something? You, you know, <laughs> well, nope, man, I want to be, I want to be infantry. Yeah. So, 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 how so you, go ahead, go ahead, Sam. Well, I was just going to say, he, he was a hard charger. He was right in there and, off he went to Pendleton, and I was down there at his graduation, and very proud. Proud right. parents, my wife and I, and some of my other family came down, uh, and uh, to see him, you know. And I think, as I said, not only Pat Tillman fever, but not sure where where he was going in college. I think he had roommates that weren't, you know, really on fire with life yet and doing anything. So I think he was ready 
to sort of take charge and I'm going to, I'm going to do this and, and, um, you know, find myself, I think, and, and start to grow up and become a man, I think was a lot of that too. Yeah. Right. And, and I, and I've, I've had a lot of time in, in infantry. So I would tell you, there's some of the most brilliant humans on earth and uh, my hats off to, to the old three community. But um, so, so what was the dynamics of your, your wife, right? What, how did this impact your relationship or your wife? How did that happen? Yeah, well, let's see. As I say, we were we were in a little bit of upheaval, you know, compared to most of our 34 years. That was a little bit of a trying time, yeah. not between us personally, but just right. kind of career-wise and stuff. And um, so, and and of course, Afghanistan was really was really raging, uh, 2011. So, yeah. uh, you know, I forget what the bookends of that was, but that was right in the thick of everything. And um, so that was very much on her mind and my mind. And uh, what would this mean? Where, where are you going to be stationed? And we just know uh, when, the, when the call goes out, the Marines are first to show up. And um, so we, I, was, I was very aware of that, that he could, he could easily find himself in harm's way. That's a little bit of foreshadowing that we'll come back to there. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think, you know, one, we were filled with pride. I, my grandparents, uh, my parents and grandparents have been military. My grandfather was a full bird in the army, fought in Battle of the Bulge. So there was a certain pride of that, too, of the tradition of family and serving our country. Uh, exciting, excited for him as an individual and making his choices and stepping out, making his own decisions. So um, what was he probably by that time, I guess, 20 years old or so. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, that we, we had discussions about it, but I know, and, and she's, she's very stoic Irish, uh, Colleen is. So I think she holds a lot of things inside her fears and concerns. So I don't think she told me the half of how she was feeling. You, you know, Sam, and, and, and you, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I've, I've met Sam and his lovely bride in person a few times. I've seen him a few times. Wonderful couple. And um, I can't wait to see you guys again. But so, so I love how you highlighted no matter what emotions you and your, your lovely bride experienced or what you believe he should have done. I, I like how you guys fought through that to show the best support you can uh, for his decision. I believe there's a lot of times when uh, a child will make a decision and, and, and the parents will allow their emotions to get in the way vice thinking through how to best support that child. So, so now he's, he's in, right. He's in he graduates, he's in the Marine Corps. Superfy, he's doing his thing, uh, and then he deploys, correct? He does. Let's see. I'm trying to think where he went immediately from Pendleton. Um, oh, I should remember this now, but he did He did ultimately deploy out to uh, Afghanistan. Okay, I forget yeah. if that – it might have been from Camp Lejeune. I think it was from Camp Lejeune, yeah. Okay. So um, let me just kind of back up to you because you yeah. raised a good point there about being a parent. And so we're talking about being a parent of, of, a, of a child joining the military and that, uh, that initial experience. One thing I will say about it from my perspective, having raised four kids, and I think they're pretty well adjusted and good outlook on life. I've never understood these parents that sort of um, harbor this chip on their shoulder if their kid doesn't do what they expected them to do, what the parent expected. Well, I expected you to go off and do this. And if you're choosing to do this, well, you're on your own because you're making that decision. That's never crossed our mind. 
as long as you are uh, a stand-up citizen and you are not, you know, we try to avoid the the victim mentality of relying upon the government and handouts and being lazy. You know, you need to be a productive stand-up citizen of the world, but pursue whatever it is. I told him, if you're going to be in a rock band, well, absolutely, but go 110%. Don't dabble in it, you know. <laughs> um, so that was kind of all of, always our outlook, that we would always be very supportive and not second-guessing and uh, disappointment. I don't understand parents to do that. Your kids need your love and support, whatever it is they do, as long as, again, it's productive and upstanding. So, yeah, he uh, he went off uh, and when, when he got deployed, well, I'll tell you, first of all, uh, Mario, when he was down there at Pendleton, that was our first experience with that of dealing with real boot camp. I can joke about being a JAG guy. We went to knife and fork school, right? Full metal briefcase. So, um, so he was down there at Pendleton, and I remember they get this. You, you'll know you 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 know what this experience was like. But they get this one phone call to report into the parent, and I don't know. It's like in the first week or something, right? And it was the craziest thing. I know they do it on purpose. I answer the phone. And I go. Hello, and all I hear is click, and I was like, I think that was our son's one phone call to tell us he's okay, and he stood on the yellow line or the footprints or something. I have no idea what he said, <laughs> so I, I almost didn't tell my wife that he called because I think she would have been more afraid. Like, what were they doing to him? So <laughs> you gotta, that was you got to watch those drill stories. And I'm joking. I was a drill instructor myself. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one phone call. And then another one, fast forward, I forget how long boot camp was, a few months. But uh, another one was my mom had passed away while he was there at boot camp. And um, I think one of my one of his siblings got word to him in a letter or something like that, that uh, that nanny had passed away. Well, I felt terrible. I remember the time it happened, a phone call came in. I didn't recognize the number, so I just ignored it. We were at a social thing. And then I got his voicemail and it was him and he was quite emotional. You can imagine what you're, you know, you don't have to imagine, you know what you're going through at boot camp. Uh, you inflicted some of that pain, right? So, so uh, he was quite emotional and he left this voicemail and he, he you know, uh, about he, how he was so upset about Nanny and sorry he couldn't be there and all that stuff. So, you know, those are family moments and that was kind of a new experience for us uh, that, hey, you're in the military now and that's how it goes. So, yeah, he uh, so he gets out, out to Camp Lejeune, then he gets off to um, off to Afghanistan. Uh, and I just remember, you know, my wife was very, very um, uh, carried a lot of stress and weight uh, on her during that time. And right. That fear, that fear that you're going to that your son is going to be hurt or killed. And uh, what would that be like when the people arrive to your house, you know, to inform you? And um, so that's that's how that was. Um, and, and you, we just, yeah. And you guys, you, you know, and, and, I, and I'm glad you highlighted that. Cause although, you know, when I see you, Sam, and I'm pretty sure when other people see, I mean, you're, you're, you're a positive, I mean, you're an inspiration. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I stalk you. I mean, I follow you on Facebook and, um, <laughs> you, you know, but you, you're very positive and you got a wonderful, like I said, you, you guys have been together over 30 years. Um, right. So you, you, you wouldn't, I know I didn't believe until, until I, you know, got you on show. I didn't believe that, that you guys had experienced this. And how did you deal with, you know, my son is deployed to Afghanistan. It is, it is a war zone. And, you know, how do we prepare for that phone call? And then how do you live and thrive through those emotions? Can, can you help us give us some tips on, you know, how did you guys get through that 10, 7, 10, 8 month, whatever the deployment was? 
So I think, first of all, you know, just like this little sign over my shoulder says, it also has to start with your faith. I mean, everything in life, uh, your, your love, your health, your career, your family uh, has to start you know, for us spiritually in God and, and, uh, and Jesus. And um, so that, that was important is yeah. to, to, to offer that up and to pray for his safety and to in protection and to bring him home safe to us that was first then communication between ourselves was very important and then i think sometimes in your mind <laughs> after the faith and everything then you just sort of play the odds and say well look you know most most of the young people are being deployed and they come home safely so you just have to right. play the odds too you know <laughs> so we we had that feeling for sure um but then at some point, um, I can't even really remember how the news came in about this, Mario, but just to relay the story, and I'll just kind of share what I think he would be uh, okay with us sharing. But, you know, they did get in their share of firefights there, and there was one particular one that was, uh, that was the most you know, significant, and that is they, they were basically ambushed, and they were in the, uh, the subordinate lower position, which you never want to be in. They're being fired in on by, the, uh, you know, snipers and what have you from up above, and a um, couple of things uh, that I'll share with you that came out of that. One was, it was pretty significant, as my son shared with me, he says, you know, Dad, all the training they can do um, with you uh, until you really get into the, the firefight he said, there's some things you just can't prepare for. And I said, well, give me an example. I said, well, obviously you have these live rounds coming at you, but it's all hitting the dirt right in front of us. And it's kicking up the rocks into our goggles and into our face and all that stuff. And he goes, I, I wasn't really prepared for them. Like, I can't see, you know, and I'm like, wow, that's scary. Those are rounds that are coming in on you right in front yeah. of your face. That's one. Um, and then the, the most the most tragic was that his buddy was actually shot and killed right next to him. And um, so uh, that that was a huge impact. And actually what happened after that, uh, our son uh, provided um, cover uh, while the um, I guess it was a Black Hawk that came in to retrieve him. I, I'm sure at that time they, they probably didn't know whether he was deceased or not. And he provided cover while they transported his buddy to the uh to the chopper and our son i believe uh, went with them and escorted him so uh i don't even know a whole lot more detail than that as you can imagine he, he doesn't really actually talk about it a whole lot right um but uh i know that uh, every um every memorial day you know every day he remembers his his buddy but every memorial day is special and i think he's um i don't know if he went there to to new york to his buddy's mom's house and so forth to pay his respects and stuff so that's that's something he'll carry with him the rest of his life he received a very special commendation for that and i, I can't remember the exact name but it's the navy marine commendation you know medal um so it was uh it was a, yeah, a real big deal for him and just brought it home close, you know, certainly uh, sadness and grief over his, his buddy and for his, his mom and that our son was right there next to him and wow. what that could have meant. Yeah. And, and you know, in, 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 during this interview, Sam, and thank you so much for talking about, you know, how you and, and Colleen supported your son's decision pre, pre-Marine Corps, you know, how you were there with him during the Marine Corps. And I'm glad you brought up uh, some of the traumatic experiences that he experienced in combat. Um, talk to us a little bit about post Marine Corps, and 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 I'm pretty sure that he was not the same person, of course, uh, that he was before he went in. 
Uh, how did you all support him post-Marine Corps in dealing with some of the, the traumatic things he experienced? Yeah, that is really hard because, um, you know, obviously I'm going to respect his, his privacy. And, Absolutely. Um, and uh, I can say, you know, that the VA has been very supportive and, and uh, with, with all the supporting him and his needs and so forth. Um, but just on the personal level, yeah, I, I feel it's one of those um, balancing acts because we've been there for him and there's been some conversations, but uh, to me, he really needs to initiate that. I don't like to be the one to, to kind of raise issues and, you know, Hey, you want to talk about this or that? Um, I just feel like that's, that's his experience. It's right. his life. Um, he's, he's getting, you know, whatever professional help that you know, he needs and all that. But, um, but so you want to be there and available. And of course he's an adult, so he's out doing his life. So it's not like I see him day in and day out. And sometimes, and now he's moved away geographically across the country. So, um, it's even you know more so that we're we're not as in close contact, so you want to be supportive and yet not um, prying, not bringing things up, and it's hard as a parent. You try you just I think the main thing is to, in all in all areas, just be available, and be supportive. You know, to the kids, I think is the main thing. No, great great advice, and and I agree with you that a lot of time, you know, a lot of times as parents. We don't, we don't, uh, I can only speak for myself. I don't see my children as children sometimes. I mean, as adults, you're like, you're still that three-year-old. Uh, but great advice on being available, uh, allowing them to, 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 to initiate the conversations and just having an open mind. I think that is uh, magnificent. Um, now, now, now that he's out, you know, you guys made it through that journey. Right. And he now he's a proud Marine because he'll be a Marine forever. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Right. And, yep. and so, so now as you you as you as a family or even you, Sam, look back at that entire situation. What advice, if you had to pick one or two things, uh, could you give the parents that will listen and view this episode um, or those who, who, who don't even realize they'll become parents and watch this episode and they may deal with this years down the road. What, what can you leave them with to help them support the child? Yeah. Well, first of all, I still, you know, knowing everything, um, I, I still, of course, would, I would encourage uh, any young person and any parent to be supportive of the decision to serve in our military. I think it's just an amazing opportunity. Um, so that's one. And, and even knowing the risks and that our son got deployed into combat and all that stuff, uh, I, I wouldn't change my mind about that. I would still, you know, give him the same advice that I gave him then is like, if you've got the ability and you were halfway down the road uh, to go in as the officer, I just think, you know, that's just, I think that's a great choice. I'd be interested in your perspective on that, but I just think that it's a great opportunity. And I think he, he might have had a whole nother, you know, a portfolio of opportunities for him that might have parlayed well into civilian life, you know, for him as well. You know, but he was where he was at, sorry, he was at where he was at in his mindset. So that's fine. He had to make his choices. But I would still give that advice uh, if, if someone has the ability and opportunity to do that. Um, but uh, just, we, I don't know. I don't know where we are statistically in terms of young people serving their country, but we always need good, you know, proud Americans to serve in our military. You can't take it for granted. You look what's going on in Ukraine as we speak today, and there they are 
without the support of neighboring countries or Western countries and jump in and say, ah, don't worry, we got your back. You know, we say we got their back, but we really don't. And, you know, when, when, the, when the Shinola is hitting the fan over there, uh, they're calling on all their civilians uh, to, yeah. to re- report to the front against this, this giant bear, if you will. Well, it just kind of drives home, you know, how fortunate we are to have this world-class uh, military and world-class young people willing to serve in it to potentially make the ultimate sacrifice. And that just gives me chills because we've been doing it for about 240 years in this country. And I, I fear the day where you know we don't have enough good people interested because, I don't know, I'm being a little facetious, but they're too busy. It becomes too self serving and they're too interested in playing video games or whatever and uh, it does require sacrifice um so i don't know if that all made if there's a theme there oh but, yeah no sam, sam the, the, <clears throat> thank you because i mean you I mean this is what i heard sam and hopefully the listeners and viewers heard this don't take for granted that our nation is free and we have a military it's an all-volunteer service and um, and it's very critical to the defense of our nation. You heard it from Sam, who's a parent. He's a veteran himself, whose son was in in the in college, two years in in college, and uh, made a decision. And and Sam and Colleen supported his son. They may not have agreed with his decisions, as we we discuss, but they supported him. And um, and and again, real life situation right now. You're watching live. I mean, you know, this episode will be aired next, you know, in, in a couple of weeks. So it'll still be relevant, you know, where you're seeing a nation who does not have a capable military. And now they're asking for civilians to come join, uh, get armed and defend their, their country. So, Sam, that's what I got out of your comments. And I appreciate you, my friend. Absolutely. Well, you too. Thank you for your service and your leadership and how you keep giving, you know, still serving uh, after after your formal tour of duty has ended. Uh, that's that's fantastic. We always got to be I, I you know, you know, the great Tony Robbins out there, but I heard him. Somebody asked him in an interview the other day uh, that I watched. I mean, it was a long time ago, but the, I just watched it recently. And he, he said, what's your definition of greatness when you look at another person? And he said, hmm. And he said, I've met a lot of great people, you know, financially or whatever. And he says, but really anybody at any level, those that are serving others, that's a trait of greatness. And I thought, that's pretty good right there. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys heard, if you want to strive for greatness, just wake up every day and look for opportunities to serve other people for the betterment of mankind and for the next generation. Sam Crump, thank you so much, my friend. I really appreciate you and your lovely family. All right, sir. Thanks thank very you, much. Sir. I salute you, my friend, as two veterans. Ladies and gentlemen, God bless you all. And we'll see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys heard from Sam Crump Sr. I mean, he, him and his wife had their plans for their son. And then he had his plans, right? And what they did was they supported him the best they could. Um, and uh, I think that's uh, commendable. Uh, so I, I know sometimes uh, as parents, sometimes there's things that we want our children to do. And they decide to do something totally different, but that's okay. Let's just continue to support them the best we can. Of course, as long as it's legal, doesn't harm anybody, and it's productive. See you guys later. Be safe and don't forget to leave that rating and review and subscribe on the YouTube channel to watch these amazing videos.